Hey, hey, this is Tracy Austin with Mental Fitness Matters. This show is designed to provide people with tips, strategies, and solutions to improve your mental fitness. This is Mental Fitness Matters. Hey, hey, happy Thursday, everybody. You are listening to Mental Fitness Matters. I am your host, Tracy Austin, and this is WSIC Radio. Happy Thursday. I hope you guys out there are having a great week. I'm excited about today's show. I am going to be kicking off part one of a three-part series that I'm calling the Achiever Brain Training Series. If you are just tuning in for the very first time or if you've listened to this show previously, then you know uh, my passion is around mental performance and helping people perform at their best. And that starts with the brain. I'm a true believer that everything that we do in terms of performance has to start with our brain. So I'm putting on this um the Achiever Brain Training Series. It's going to be a three-part series. Um, I really think it's time that we transform and revolutionize the way that we train mental performance and the way that we treat mental health. Um, when we think about so many industries, whether it's technology and sports and business, so many industries are changing and evolving and the mental performance and mental health space are somewhat staying the same, somewhat stagnant. And I think it's time for a change in that. When you think about stress rising, when you think about schools, you think about sports, when you think about business, when you think about those industries being so competitive, we have to create some change on how we're helping people improve our most powerful and most complex organ, our brain, because it's responsible for everything that we do. So that's what I'm passionate about. And that's what this series will be about. And when you guys walk away from this three part series, I want my listeners to have a better understanding about your brain and its impact on your performance in every area of your life. But I also want you to have access uh, to the same technology and science based services called neurofeedback. We're going to talk about what that means, what that is. But I want you guys to have that same access to those types of tools. People like Tony Robbins are using this type of training to improve their performance. Olympic athletes, um, the 2006 World Cup soccer team won the championship, won the World Cup with this type of technology, using it to improve mental performance. So I want you guys to have same access, same knowledge about these tools and services that people all over the world are using to be their best. Okay, it's really time that we begin to make mental fitness training effective Effortless, harmless, modern, quick, convenient, and most importantly, mainstream. Most importantly, mainstream, something that somebody and everybody has access to, and not just people um, that are in the industries of performance, but everybody should have access to these tools. So let me first start by giving you guys just a little bit of background on myself. If you're tuning in for the very first time, I do want to share with you briefly, kind of on a professional level, how I got into the mental health, mental performance space. Um, I am a licensed clinical mental health counselor. I'm also a mental fitness consultant, and I'm board certified in bio and neurofeedback. And I'm going to talk about more about neurofeedback, what that means, what that is throughout this series. Uh, but that's my professional background. And as a licensed clinician in 2010, what we have to do, we have to go and get CEUs. That's also known as continuing education credits. So we have to get these education units to keep our license. And in 2010, I happened to be at a conference in Cary, North Carolina. And um, they, we had a guest speaker for our event that day. And he was a veteran and he attended the conference via Skype. He was on 36 different medications. He was suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder. He attempted suicide five times. He had lost his entire family. 
And he said it wasn't until he learned about his brain and his body through the science of bioneurofeedback that his world changed. And at the time that he was talking to our group, he was down to five medications, reintegrated back with his family. And he felt like his purpose was to go off and tell people about uh, these tools, this technology, this feedback that he had received on his brain and the trauma that helped him be where he was in that moment. And I heard that and I was like, oh, my gosh, where is this type of service? Where do I get signed up? I want to know more about it. And so I went off and studied with one of the study one of the leading pioneers in neurofeedback. And I got my board certification in bioneurofeedback and opened up my first practice in 2012 called New Mentality, where we're able to treat um, clinical and mental health disorders with these tools, with this training. And not only did I learn about its applications from a mental health perspective, so not only was this service called neurofeedback um, useful for things like trauma and post-traumatic stress and traumatic brain injuries and ADD and ADHD, but I also learned about its benefits for peak mental performance. So for people in schools, if they're looking to improve their focus, um, your memory, athletes were using this technology, executives and CEOs were using this type of technology to train their brain to stay sharp in their industry. So this wasn't just an application for mental health related disorders. This was an application to improve mental fitness and mental performance. And so that really started my journey on trying to get access to these tools and these trainings and bring this to the mainstream world in my life. And I'm a former college athlete. I went to school at Wake Forest University, one of the top collegiate schools in the country. Um, we're at ACC, so it's very competitive. And I think about the training that we had from a physical standpoint. When I think about our wins and losses, for me, it never really came down to our physicality. Were we fast enough? Were we, were we strong enough? When I think about where we really lost the game or where I really felt like I didn't perform well professionally in terms of my sport, it was mental. It was the mental fitness. We had all of the tools, all of the people, all of the training, all of the coaches from a physical standpoint, taking care of our body, taking care of our conditioning. But the things that we challenged that challenged us were mental. When you think about an error or mistake that you made, when you think about missing a shot, missing that play, that is what's playing over in your head over and over again. And that's how you show up in the next play. That's how you show up at the next game. It was mental training. So I'm like, wow, if I would have had access to tools like this that can condition my brain to reset, to get back in focus, to be calm and ready to perform when I need it to, that's the type of training that I want. So that's the type of training that we're going to talk about. When we talk about the achiever's brain training, we're going to talk about how you can understand that your brain is going through different brain states every single moment, what they mean, what they represent, and how you can access these things more often. Think about yourself. You know, think uh, think about your own challenges that you may have faced in your own life. When you think about whether it's a weight loss goal, whether it's a professional goal, whether it's an academic goal, where do you find yourself most stuck? Do you find yourself having a hard time sticking with it? Do you find yourself having a hard time getting started, getting motivated to do it? Do you find yourself challenging, really just trying to stay focused and staying committed to the tasks that you're starting? So think about the, own, own, the things that you're doing in your own life. Where are the challenges coming up? And when you think about that, guys, a lot of those challenges are mental. It's not that you can't go out and do these programs. You can't go out and do these exercises. Where we're getting stuck is mentally. So I want to start this conversation by just giving you guys some brief facts and information about our brain. 
so that you really begin that it is really involved in everything that we do. It's involved on how we think. It's involved with how we feel. It's involved in how we act and get along with other people. So when your brain is working well, when your brain is optimal at an optimal state and you're feeling healthy, you perform better. When your brain is not working as well, when it's unhealthy, not running the way that it needs to, you feel that as well. So really begin to pay attention to how you feel, how you think, your actions, your behaviors. This is a good determining factor. How is my brain operating? Okay. so when your brain is healthy, performing optimally, you're happier. You're physically healthier because you're making better decisions. You have better relationships. You feel more successful. And a lot of times you feel more accomplished. So think about that. When you're in a good mood, you're doing well, you're exercising, you're working out. You decide, you know what? I want to eat a little bit better. You really make choices based on how you feel. And when you're not in that state and your brain's not in a healthy state, a lot of times for whatever reason, your brain can be unhealthy. It could be because of a brain injury. Like the guy that I talked about when I first started the show, he had trauma, post-traumatic stress, some brain injuries. So that can lead to an unhealthy brain pattern. Drug abuse can lead to an unhealthy brain pattern. Obesity, sleep apnea, mold, toxicity. These things can lead to unhealthy brain patterns. And a lot of times when your brain is not working in the way that it needs to or the way that it should, you may feel sadder, have more of those lower moods. You may be prone to more sickness and illness. And sometimes you might feel less accomplished and less successful and having a hard time getting yourself in the driver's seat of your life. So your brain is responsible for everything that we do. So if you're not performing at your best, if you're not feeling at your best, it's okay to ask, how is my brain doing? How's my brain functioning? The good news is, guys, the good news is, is that no matter where you are currently, you can change your brain. Your brain is a muscle just like every other muscle in your body. It can be trained and strengthened to improve its performance. That old saying where once you have what you have is all you get, that's not the truth. Science and research has shown that your brain is able to change neuroplasticity. Our brain brain is able to change and make new neural connections to help improve the performance in our life. So I'm going to talk to you guys today about uh, a really good trick that you can begin to use and learn how to harness and control your brainwave states Uh, And once you know how to do that, you're going to be in better control over your life and how you show up in your life. Okay, so let's get to it. So a couple fun facts about the brain that we need to start with. I don't know if you guys remember uh, being in school or not, but you probably learned about neurons. Okay, you've probably heard that terminology before. Our brain is the most complex organ in the universe, and it has about 100 billion neurons or brain cells. Okay, if you remember being in school, learning about this. When your brain cells or your neurons, when they communicate with one another, they create electrical signals. The frequency of this signal produces a brain wave. The brain has different brain wave patterns that correspond to different states of alertness. So what I mean by that, our brain is responsible. We have a brain wave pattern responsible for focus. We have a brain wave pattern responsible for sleep. We have a brain wave pattern responsible for how relaxed we are. We have a brain wave responsible for being in a meditative state. We have brain wave patterns for every type of thing that we do and every type of thing that we feel. Okay, so think about this as your brain wave pattern or your brain wave states in a brain that is performing in a healthy or optimal state should be able to flow throughout these states effortlessly. 
Okay, so when you think about your brain being able to perform, your brain should be able to flow in and out of these states without much trouble at all. And so if you're finding yourself stuck in any of these brain states that I'm going to talk about here shortly, that may be a sign that your brain is not doing what it needs to do in those states. So, for example, when it's time to go to sleep, our brain is in a state known as Delta which is the slowest brainwave state that we have and the slowest brainwave state that we access. It's responsible for sleep. And I think we all know how important sleep is for us. Sleep is where we do a lot of rest, rest, restorative part of our body and our brain. Our memories are formed there. So sleep is crucial. And if you're laying down to go to sleep, your brain should be able to access this lower, slower state so that you are able to go off and go to sleep. But if you notice you're having a hard time falling asleep, having a hard time staying asleep, you're tossing and turning, you're waking up, you're feeling fatigued, you're feeling exhausted, then you may be entering this state or not as well as you should, which is going to have an impact on how you feel the next day, but it's also going to have an impact on your sleep quality. Or give, let me give you another example. Have you ever had a, a time where uh, you felt like your mind had been racing, your thoughts are overactive, you're having a hard time shutting your mind off? Or maybe you're a coffee drinker or a caffeine drinker and you had one or two cups too many of coffee or caffeine and you start to kind of feel that jittery irritability type feeling. Well, what you are doing there, you are stimulating those neurons and increasing the strength and the frequency of one of your brainwave states. So that state of your brain has gone into overactivity. It's producing too much. The goal is for us to be able to flow effortlessly throughout these states as we need them so that we can perform the way that we want to perform, okay? If your brain is in an overactive state, that can be hindering how you feel, that can be hindering how you perform. So what you have to begin to realize is a healthy brain should be flexible, a healthy brain should be adaptable. A healthy brain should be able to process and handle all of the information and the tasks that you're faced with every single day. OK, so people performing at their peak level, if they are performing at their peak, these achievers, these people that are doing well, they're flexible, they're resilient. They're able to bounce back from setbacks a lot easier. They're able to manage their emotions. They're able to make positive decisions. They're able to interact and respond with others. They're able to go with the flow through crisis. If you think about it for yourself, have you ever been in a flow state? Have you ever had something go on or you had a performance where it was like, wow, I was firing on all cylinders there. I don't know what I did, but I was in the zone. It was the best performance of my life. I sat down to do some writing or I sat down to do some work. I sat down to do some creativity and everything just flowed. Have you ever been there and wondered how you did it, but also how to get back there? But what was happening was your brain was going through states of flow, which is called alpha. We'll get to that. But your brain was accessing these brainwave states and using its energy in a positive way. And so that's what I want to talk about when I talk about brain training. There's so many methods of brain training that are already out there. But the biggest thing that we're going to learn when we talk about neurofeedback, guys, in these upcoming series is that you're actually getting feedback on the state and the brain state that your brain is in. So when you think about brain teasers or brain games and, and reading books, those are things are great for brain training. But this type of training is going to actually give you feedback on where you are, but also how to maximize that brainwave state so it, it benefits for your performance. So let's get to it. Brainwaves. I'm going to take you through what they mean, what they represent, and then we're going to get into how you can actually begin to train those and have access to improving that performance. Um, brain waves can reveal important informa information about your overall brain health. It reveals your levels of stress, 
It reveals your thought patterns and it reveals your emotions. So Delta, we're going to go from slowest brainwave to fastest brainwave. We all have these brainwaves. Okay. Delta is our slowest brainwave and it's responsible for sleeping. So remember when I just gave that analogy about you being asleep, if your Delta is doing what it's supposed to do, you should be able to lay down, go off to sleep in a good amount of time and wake up and feel refreshed and restored. If you're not doing that, a lot of times if your brain waves are moving, your Delta is overactive or underactive, producing too much or not enough. Um, you may wake up feeling foggy brain fatigue. You may have laid down for 12 hours and you wake up and you feel like you've been hit by a truck. And you feel like I've been laying here. I thought I got enough sleep, but I don't feel refreshed and I don't feel restored. So there may be some imbalances going on in your Delta state. The goal for neurofeedback training would be we want to help regulate your Delta cycle so that you can sleep well and wake up and perform better. The next to slowest brainwave that we have that we have to mention is called Theta. It's our next to slowest brainwave. This brainwave is responsible for drowsiness, daydreaming and relaxation and peaceful states. OK, a lot of times in this state of state, you can kind of get off. You're not all the way asleep yet, but you're drowsing. You're drifting off into a slower stage into the sleep cycle. And a lot of times if your theta is overactive, what we see here a lot, sometimes it can cause distractibility. And a lot of times we see the pattern of ADD or ADHD happening here. People with too much theta, they may be daydreaming, squirrel brain, going off task, having a hard time focusing. So these people are really kind of distracted and may have a hard time reining themselves in. And if it's underactive, not enough, you might have a hard time shutting your brain off. You may feel restless. And so it's healthy to you want to have an optimal level of theta flowing. You don't want too much too or too low. Remember, too much of anything or not enough of anything can have a, a negative impact on your performance. So the goal here is how do we train ourselves to access these brainwave states in an optimal way to improve our performance? The next brainwave patterns, alpha. This is a powerful state, guys. If you've ever heard about people talking about the alpha brain or the alpha brainwave state, a lot of times when people are really creative and achieving, uh, they've learned how to harness an alpha state. It's right there in the middle. It's not too fast, not too slow. Alpha allows us to be in an idle, calm, relaxed and ready state. You're ready to get up, focus and perform or you're ready to power down, relax and go to sleep. If you can harness alpha, it's so good for learning and creativity. Um, but a lot of times if it's overactive. People may feel anxiety. They may feel that stress. They may have poor sleep. They may also experience some depression if it's not regulated. So that alpha state is really good for calm, relaxed, meditative focus. Okay, so that alpha state is powerful. Um, it's an idling state. So it allows us to be ready for whatever we need to be ready for. And it's a good one to learn how to train. Beta is our next brainwave. Beta is a fast wave. I know I'm giving you guys a lot of information. Today's an education session here. Beta, that's a fast brainwave and it's responsible for focus and performance. So you think about being able to concentrate. If you're having to sit down and do some work, knock some things out, think about beta as a performance state. Okay. Whether you're taking a test, whether you're playing a game, giving a presentation, you need beta. You need it to be flowing and working. A lot of times if people are 
drinking coffee or getting, you know, caffeine and they feel this burst of energy or they feel like, oh, my mood just elevated. Well, beta, when it's, it's research behind that, too, a cup of coffee may boost that caffeine may boost that beta activity, allowing you to feel more alert and more focused. But what you want to do when we talk about the neurofeedback training, we're going to be looking at natural ways that you can access these states so that you can sustain this type of performance performance over longer periods of time. You want to be able to naturally get your brain into these states so that you feel that you're more focused, that you're more alert, that you're able to be more motivated. A lot of times if people have a depleted beta, not enough beta, they may feel like they're foggy brain. They may suffer from depression, lack of motivation. They may have a hard time processing and remembering information. Okay, there's a decline there. And so we want to stay sharp. So understanding where your beta states are is important. And the last brainwave that we look at when it comes to training and maximizing brain performance and when we're doing neurofeedback is going to be high beta. That's one of the fastest brainwave states that we have. And a lot of times if people are in this high beta state, that's responsible for fight or flight. Okay, that's our fight or flight response. It's the one that really protects us. But at the same time, if it's overworking, you may be high stress, high anxiety, chronic headaches, pain, you know, so again, it's about creating and having a balance, guys. That's what our whole life is about is creating and having balance. Anything doing too much, anything not enough can cause an impact on how we perform. All right. So think about it. When you're wanting to get stronger or better at anything in your life, what are people doing? We're training, right? You're conditioning, you're learning, you're getting feedback on where you are. So the importance of me talking for this first part of the series about our brain and how it performs, I need you to understand that our brain waves or our brain states that we're in have an impact on how we perform. Okay, they have an impact on how we show up every single day. And there is a solution that's out there that's helping people access these brain states without much effort within its harmless you know, without a chemical controlling it. It's a natural thing called neurofeedback. And in the second part of this series, we're going to get into what that solution is, what that service is, and how it trains these brainwave states that I just talked about, how to access these zones without much effort on your part in terms of showing up and being present. Okay, so being able to control your brainwaves or understand your brainwave state and harness these that is the really the good trick on how to achieve um, the brain of somebody that's thriving at a peak performance level. OK, it's down to the brain. You might have been doing the brain games. You may have been doing Sudoku. You may be doing crossword puzzles. You may even be doing meditation, which is another great tool. I think in terms of tools, meditation would be on my number two list here. That would be number two. Um, but some people don't get into meditation because they feel like, wait, I can't get my brain to be still. Well, guess what? If you can learn how to get your brain in a state of calm by getting feedback on where your brain is, don't throw meditation out the window. Just get your brain set up through neurofeedback training and see where you are and then go back to that other tool that you're using. OK, so what I want to talk about for next week, we're going to keep this series going. Today's information was more on the brain, how it works. Remember, it's responsible for everything that you do. Your brain wave activity, which are the states that your brain is, you find your state, the states that your brain is in. So if you're in a more focused state, you're probably in beta. If you're in a more drowsy or daydreaming state, you're in a lower brain wave area. The goal is to be able to flow out through these states with less effort. And we have control in that. 
and as a peak performer and somebody who really is involved in mental fitness and mental training, I want to get these tools out to people so that, you know, this is not something that only certain people can do. This is something that we all can have access to and that we all should be looking at is how is my brain performing? What kinds of things can I do right now to enhance my cognitive performance, my focus, my memory, my processing, my sleep quality, my relationships with other people um, and the tools that are out here for people to do that are available. And so when you guys come back for, for show number two, I'm going to talk to you about how to use neurofeedback training to train your brain to op, ap, access these states of optimal performance so that you begin to feel better in the areas of life that matter for you. We can all be achievers, whatever that looks like. We can do that. And it starts with the brain. So begin to ask yourself questions. How do you feel on a daily basis? Do you have more energy? Do you feel more foggy brain, fatigued, tired, lack of motivation, or do you feel ready to go? And if you don't quite feel the way that you want to feel on a daily basis, there's something that we can do about it. And I can't thank you guys enough for listening to this series. I'm excited to share this information with you. I want my Mental Fitness Matters community to go out and shine bright like the stars that you are. Remember, think about this for yourself. How is my brain performing? How am I feeling? We're going to take care of it. You guys have a great week. See you next week. Thank you for joining us today on Mental Fitness Matters. Tune in every Thursday at 8.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. for more tips, tools, strategies, and solutions that will help you reach your peak mental fitness. My name is Tracy Austin, and you've been listening to Mental Fitness Matters. 